This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel so supported in the creation and distribution of my show. Spotify for podcasters hosts masterclasses, office hours, and more to help creators develop and fine-tune their skills. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back to 8020. My name is Lily. I'm your host. In today's episode, I am joined by the one and only Kayla Yitzwig. You might know Kayla from TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, but in today's episode, we are going to dive into her fitness journey, how she landed where she is today. We chat about social media. She even gives advice to those who are looking to start some sort of health and wellness journey and document it. And we also touch on her music career a little bit as well. I know that you guys are going to absolutely love this episode. If you don't know Kayla already, I know you're going to love her. So please give a warm 80-20 welcome to Kayla Yitzwig. So go ahead and just introduce yourself to the listeners, where you're from, what you do, who you are, all that jazz. Yeah. So my name is Kayla Yitzwig. Um, I am a health, fitness, wellness, and lifestyle influencer, I guess, if you will. Um, I kind of got started on my whole journey around two years ago. I was dealing with some disordered eating and mental health issues, and I really, really got involved in like journaling and starting to really fuel my body properly with food and exercise and um, got into manifestation. It's just been a long journey. I love it. It's been so much fun. I'm from Texas. I've always lived in Texas and Houston. And I'm doing this like as my kind of job, which is weird to think um, right now. I'm also a college student. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, I'm so excited to just dive into everything that you just kind of mentioned here. But let's start first off with your fitness journey. So you touched on how you got into fitness. Well, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, so you can kind of take it from here. But how did you get into your fitness journey? And how do you, I guess, see it now, as opposed to to what it used to look like for you? Yes. So my healthy fitness journey, I got into about a year and a half ago. Um, Before that, I did work out, but it wasn't 
like in a healthy way. Um, I did lots of cardio. I wasn't feeling my body with food properly. Um, just not the right type of fitness. So I grew up doing dance, um, which I guess was like my kind of sport, if you will. So I've always been like active in some way. So do you think that, I mean, I did dance for probably maybe like three or four years. And I definitely think that the like dance environment doesn't necessarily foster like a healthy movement relationship. Would you agree? Yes. I make lots of TikToks and reels about this. I'm sure you've seen. Um, yes. But yeah, and I did it for a very, very long time. I did cheer first, then I transitioned to dance. So all of those are like, can be very, very toxic sports and arts. If you just watch my TikToks, I'm sure you know, like some things that dance teachers have said to me and like the comparison, just the diet culture. It's a very, very toxic environment and it definitely affected me very negatively. And I think too, like, I don't know, like kids go into dance first they do it to enjoy it, right? Like when you start dancing as a kid or start any sport as a kid, you're just doing it because you love it. Like you want to try it. And then like you get into this environment and it's like, so totally different than what it should be and um you guys should definitely check out Kayla's TikToks they honestly they make me laugh too just because like some of the stuff I mean you're very bold which I really really like about you and I was telling you before we even started recording I knew that we'd vibe because you say kind of what people are thinking but they're just kind of too afraid to say to kind of go against the grain when it comes to like speaking out against diet culture norms and like you mentioned things that dance teachers might have said to you in the past and just stuff like that so if you guys are looking for a fitness influencer who isn't going to like bullshit you Kayla's your girl (laughs) (laughs) so what's your why Yes. So my personal why, like why I eat healthy and why I really enjoy working out and just um, fostering self-love in my life is because I know how good it makes me feel. And I, I can't let go of that feeling just because I have fallen in love with the way it makes me feel. And then as far as like why I post on social media is really just to inspire other people because I know how much you know, diet culture and all of these just food and fitness myths have affected my life and how much damage and pain they've caused me. And, you know, healing and bouncing back from that can be really, really difficult. And I know so many young women and even a lot of men as well go through that. So just to kind of inspire people and let them know that like, you don't have to listen to like this toxic kind of societal standard as to how to live your life. And you can live it in like a very healthy and holistic way. I mean, everything that you said is just spot on. And that's why I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. I I truly think that, I mean, everybody is a little bit different when it comes to their like health and wellness journey and like what works for one person isn't going to work for another. But when you truly figure out your why in a way that reflects self-love and positivity towards yourself, that's when change really starts to happen. So I love that you just genuinely love to do it and it it brings you so much joy. So for those of you who, who don't really know, can you just kind of explain what you post about? Because there's like obviously different forms of movement and everybody likes to do different things. I'm a big yogi. I love to go to spin class. What's your favorite movement activity? 
Yeah. So I just want to start off by saying that, like, I don't think anyone needs to, you know, if they see their favorite influencer doing cardio all the time, they don't need to do cardio. Like you can do any form of movement you enjoy. I personally have really fallen in love with um, weightlifting. That's like my thing. I love it. Um, It makes me feel really good. I feel super confident. Um, it's, It's just boosted how I view myself in such a positive way. And that's why I think I, I also used to be in the spin class. I still go back every now and then. Um, I was super, super into yoga earlier this year. I kind of fell off that, but I'm definitely hopping back on and I'm just not a big cardio gal. I, I can't get with it. Um, running is just not my thing, but if that's your thing, I think that's amazing. My best friend is a cross country runner and she runs like 10 miles. It's crazy. So yeah, just finding what you love is really important. Yeah. I, my boyfriend's the same way as, as your friend. Like he'll just be like, okay, I'm going to go for a run. He'll go run like seven miles. And I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) like, how do you do that? But, um, I definitely think like different seasons of your life will bring on different like movement activities. You know, like sometimes you feel like you just need like a slow little like yoga flow, or sometimes you want to go lift or whatever. I actually, um, I got really into weightlifting in the winter time. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like fell off of it. Kind of like what you said about yoga. Um, but, but I do need to start getting back into it because it makes me feel good. What would you tell someone who's nervous to get into the gym? Cause we both know the gym is a very male dominated space and I, you touched on this a yeah. little bit, so I'll, I'll let you take the floor here. Yeah. So I think the best thing to do is to always go in with a plan. Um, I started a new gym, you know, I had to take a huge, huge break from the gym because of COVID in my area. Gyms were very, very highly restricted. Like it wasn't even really worth going. Um, And so when I came in, I was new. I hadn't been in a real gym in a while. So I came in with a plan, um, a workout split, if you will. And I always recommend going on a cardio machine first to kind of look at the gym, see where everything is so that you can get super comfortable. And if you want, you can always um, go off, you know, into a corner, an area that's not too crowded and just grab some dumbbells and do some workouts like that. There's tons of amazing workouts um, on Instagram, YouTube uh, that are with dumbbells. You don't have to go right for the squat racks if you don't want to. Um, And then also just knowing that like people really don't care as much as you think they do. And I've had a really tough time accepting that there'll be guys next to you, like lifting two plates and you're like, wow, I'm embarrassed right now. I'm literally lifting with like tens or 25s, but just realizing that like you're on your own journey and no one's probably paying attention. And if they are, it's, it's just not that deep. And that's, it's a very real fear because we all, want to fit in and we don't want to be judged, especially in the gym where you said these big guys are like, they're always there. And they, I mean, they'll spend like four or five hours there and you're like, do you, like, do you have a job? <laughs> like, do you have a life? <laughs> do you have a family? <laughs> yeah. Like do you just lift all day long. And, and it can be super, super intimidating. So I totally agree. Like going in with a plan, not feeling like you have to keep up with the person next to you. Exactly like you said, we're all on our perfect little path. If someone is listening to this for the first time and they've never stepped foot in a gym, like I, I don't want them to compare their starting point to your current point, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's very important to think about too. 
So kind of pivoting a little bit. I know that you're in a band. Do you want to talk about this a little bit? Yeah. Putting out a single on Friday and I'm actually really excited to hear it because I listened to your music and you guys are incredible. Absolutely. Thank you. So I've actually, I I guess a lot of people don't know about the um, music. The band's called Wildfire. It's me and my sister. Um, And I guess a lot of people don't know about it because I don't post too much on my um, health and fitness Instagram about it, but I've been doing it for a very, very long time. It's been like five and a half years now, which is crazy to think. I started when I was like 12 years old, uh, 13-ish when I had just gotten out of dance and we've been like recording and putting out music now for a long time. We play out, we're playing out this weekend, like a gig um, is what the musicians playing or whatever is for it. Yeah. It's been so much fun. It's one of my other, it's equal to my passion with like health and fitness. And it's really fun because like I already got to learn a lot about social media from just, you know, my band and working on it from a very young age and like learning how to use Canva and take Instagram photos and film YouTube videos. It all kind of taught me that. So like transitioning into the health and wellness space was like kind of seamless um, in the content aspect. So I, yeah, I love music. Um, For me, it's just an, like an outlet. And yeah, like you said, we have a new single called Rose Colored Glasses coming out this Friday. It'll be like on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you listen to music. That's incredible. So do you come from like a musical family or was, did you and your sister just start singing and your parents were like, well, you guys are great. Like, how did this work out? Yeah. Yeah. So my dad has always been super involved in music. He had lots of his own bands growing up. The last one that he did was with his best friend, which is super cool. I think that would be so much fun. I guess it's kind of like me and my sister. We're like super, super close. Um, So he kind of always just was like dropping hints, like, buying us a guitar or putting a piano in our room just to see what would happen. I think it was very experimental for him. And we started taking voice lessons because with dance, um, we also did musical theater, me and my sister, we both did dance and all of that kind of stuff and acting. We had to start taking vocal lessons and eventually uh, the vocal teacher that we both took from her, she paired us up together for like this competition um called rodeo rock starts at the houston livestock show and rodeo it's like this huge event in texas and so we ended up like getting to the finals and stuff so from there on out we just decided to start making music together and like writing songs and going to nashville and la and all that kind of stuff it's really funny to me like how it all happened but we're just here today and we just do it for fun i think it's equally as fun for both of us. My sister is not as present on social media, but she definitely like is big on the creative side of like the songwriting and all that sort of stuff. That's awesome. And I love that you get to do that with your sister because my sisters and I are like this, we're so close and just having something that you guys can share together is so beautiful. And I love love that you guys get to do that together and by the way this isn't just like a little band guys listening like that you guys have you guys are verified on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) so speaking of you're verified on Instagram and I was talking to my sister I was like yeah I'm gonna have Kayla on the podcast and um she was looking through Instagram she's like whoa she's verified by the way a blue check mark doesn't you know mean that you're cooler or you know whatever but 
I do think that it, just the process is interesting. So share with us how you got verified, how you felt, all that jazz. Yeah. So first, um, our music account got verified called Wildfire Sings on Instagram. Um, and then, you know, some some articles with like publication companies uh, had started coming out. And um, I put the link in my bio because I had like read online if you have like some sort of social proof or something uh, that Instagram is like more likely to verify you. I had watched like YouTube videos and all this kind of stuff. Um, and so I put the link in my bio and I submitted for the verification on Instagram. Like, I think you just have to include your ID or something like that, or some kind of governmental proof that you're a real person. And about like 30 days later, I just saw the blue check mark and I was like, oh my God, it worked. What? (laughs) So yeah, I would say it wasn't even through like the health and fitness side of stuff. It was more through my music. That's wild. So when you started your health and wellness account, was this on the account that you use now? And was, was it just like your personal before? And then it just kind of transformed into your wellness page. Yes. So I had always kind of just post Instagram stories, like a me, like mere selfies at the gym or something. Um, but it was more just like me posting photos with my friends or like vacations. If I went on vacation, like I was not at all consistent whatsoever. And obviously like reels weren't around. I don't even know if stories were around back then. Yeah. It was like very like just you're in high school, you're posting photos with your friends. That's kind of like how it was for me. And then I just started posting fitness content. And that's a whole nother thing that I feel like a lot of people don't talk about is like starting to do something that's kind of like not the norm and like how your hometown reacts oh my God. to it. I was just about to ask you, how <laughs> was the transition like? Because boy, I mean, I could just, I have so many stories for you, but like, just how was that transition like for you when you started posting things that weren't necessarily just, here's a selfie of us going out to dinner? I've gotten like lots of DMs from people being like, what are you, like, what are you doing? You know, because they were like, you're not with, they were probably thinking like, you're not Whitney Simmons, you know, but no. So I just, I just started posting stuff and people would be like, oh, wow. Like you gained, um, I don't know, like 10,000 followers or something. And I would be like, um, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't, I, I hate to like assume anything of, of anyone, but there definitely was like unsaid or under the table type judgment towards it. Oh, for sure. Um, and even like music, like that's a whole nother thing. Like people definitely, it's just not mainstream. And like, I don't even blame people for reacting like that because it's different nowadays. Like I don't really get any kind of, like, I only kind of follow like health and wellness influencers Mm -hmm. and like my friends and family in like high schools in the past, like all that kind of stuff. So I'm just not focused on that anymore. But initially there was like a lot of confusion. I think too, I mean, like you said, people just, they're not accustomed to seeing things that are like out of the norm. And so when you start a YouTube channel or start a podcast or start posting fitness pictures and people are like, um, where's like the picture of you at the party from Friday night? You know, like people are just very resistant, I think, to, to see you do something that's out of the box and to see something that's not like the stereotypical what young people would be up to because I don't know about you, but I feel like I've never really vibed with people my own age necessarily. I mean, most of my like friends are definitely 
older than me. I have like one close friend that's a year younger than me. Like all of the people that I've met on like Instagram and stuff are just usually like a little bit older than me, which I think is perfect. Um, because like, I think my maturity level is where they are. And another thing I also wanted to say, and I'm sure you've experienced this too, with the whole posting, you know, different stuff online, you know, you're not posting a picture of the party, whatever, Mm -hmm. is that once you start to grow, you'll get like DMs from people who definitely talk shit about you in high school. Oh yeah. And they'll be like, Hey, like, can you help me? And I'm, I'm super, super nice to everybody. Um, just because like, I just want to put out good energy, but, or I just don't respond. But I think that you don't want to like assume like, oh, this person like really likes me now. And like, they want to be friends with me and they're cool and they were popular and stuff like that. And just to like move forward with your life. And that can be anything. Like if you're a college student and like people that were mean to you in high school reach out, you know, don't necessarily think that like they have good intentions. Like everybody wants to be your friend when they see you being successful, but then it's like, are these people going to be the same people that are going to be rooting for you when maybe, you know, the business falls through or the, you know, podcast doesn't work out or, or whatever it is that you're trying to do. Like maybe you're on top now. I mean, everything that goes up must come down, you know, like, are they going to be there to support you when the times get hard? And the girl who's like DMing, you know, me on Instagram, like, Hey, can you help me sell Arbon on your YouTube channel? You yeah, know? It's, uh, it's, like, MLMs. <laughs> it's like, you bullied me in high school. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> so yeah, that's a really, really good point to make. It's a weird thing that we do when you really think about it. Like we post our lives online and I don't know if that's like a normal human thing to do. Yeah. And I've listened to so many um, different like podcasts and like audiobooks about this whole online persona and like how it seems like we're putting out our whole life. But I think there's a lot that we're also not putting out. You know, you don't usually put like a lot of family information out there or whatever it may be. It's different for everybody. But there's just a lot of things that I choose to keep private. But from the outside, it definitely would look like I'm posting what I'm eating for breakfast, what I'm doing, you know, midday, what I'm doing in the evening. So I could definitely see how it's just a complete illusion, honestly. And I think you kind of have to remember that when you're on social media. Oh, for sure. And especially for like the viewer too, I think it's really important to remember that like, you know, a 10 minute vlog isn't always going to be equivalent to a 24 hour day. You know, it's just the highlight reel and you can't compare your whole life to someone's breakfast, lunch, and dinner that they put on Instagram stories, you know? Yes, exactly. And I've probably done this myself. I think everyone has, you know, kind of like touching on health and like eating habits. I sometimes like don't post like it's a weird kind of like intuitive thing if I'm eating like I don't know like a fast food meal it doesn't like necessarily look aesthetic in my mind so I'm like not posting it but like that kind of stuff happens too like I definitely don't eat healthy every single day by any means I know I do post like lots of desserts and stuff like that but I just think it's important to remember that like eating is just all about balance. Like it does not have to be perfect every single day. At the end of the day, as long as you're eating, and this is what my problem with like what I eat in a day is like, it's great to post like meals for inspiration, but like if I'm posting what I eat in a day, I mean, like you said, it's going to be like the most aesthetic picture that I could possibly take of my fruit bowl in the morning rather than like, 
this morning I'm like just throwing like a couple blueberries and like the five strawberries that like don't have mold on them, like left into a bowl and like chopping them up and like eating them really quick before a workout. Like not everything is going to be completely aesthetic. And it's important to remember that like stuff is posed. And if you go to eat like a fast food meal, as long as you're eating the best possible thing that, you know, you need that day and you're still going to feel good after that's all that really matters at the end of the day. It's really ultimately just a highlight reel. It really is. And it's so important to remember that as a viewer and even like me following a lot of other health and wellness influencers, I do. And I think that this is an important point to make too, is to only follow people who genuinely like make you happy, like seeing their posts make you happy because there's been a lot of um, influencers or, you know, fitness, health, anything like that, that I've just like I've started to get kind of like bad vibes from and it's nothing against the person. Maybe it's just how it's affecting me. I'll like either mute them or I just have to unfold them for my own sanity and like my mental health and my view on my body and food. Oh, for sure. I, I unfollow people all the time and even people who, you know, I've followed for ever and ever. And I'm like, maybe I don't really vibe with this person anymore. I don't really like what they're posting anymore. So I'm just going to give them a mute or give them an unfollow. And I think it's also important to note that like when you unfollow someone or if you have to unfollow someone, just quietly leave, like just, just go ahead and unfollow. Like I've gotten DMS from people before that are like, you've changed. I don't think you're X, Y, Z I'm unfollowing you. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) there's the door. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Walk on out. I know. I know. It's crazy how defensive. And I think that's a big thing for me, especially on TikTok. I don't know why. And it's on Instagram reels. It's any of those short form video contents where people are seeing like 15 to 30 seconds of like something you're saying or doing or aspect of your life. And a lot of hate comes from it. One example is just, I've talked like about an artificial sweetener that I don't necessarily agree with. And you know, a lot of people have like DM'd me and gotten really, really upset. And I'm like, wow, like people like are very, are very, very offended (laughs) easily. And so being a creator, I know that there's a lot of people out there who may be like wanting to start health and wellness accounts or fitness accounts. And I think it's just important to remember that like, you know, you don't have to agree with everybody and everybody doesn't have to agree with you. You can have your own opinions and, you know, an opinion isn't necessarily right or wrong because it's just what you think. So, you know, it's really kind of toughened me up and not made me like as sensitive as to what people are saying, because I definitely, and I'm working on this in therapy and everything, but I do have some people pleasing problems I think we all do to a certain extent. If you're kind of looking to post anything on social media, really, I think it's just important to take into account that not everybody's going to agree with you. Oh, 100%. And you also have to stay strong in your own opinions and your own views too. You know, I mean, if you like, you're being like a rude and like bad human being, like that's a completely different category. But if you're just, you know, saying that you personally don't like this artificial sweetener because X, Y, Z, like there's no reason that people need to like come for you. (laughs) Like, I just do not understand that. It's like, if you don't agree, like it doesn't make like me right or you wrong. Yeah, exactly. Or whatever. So I don't know that that really, like, it just pisses me off to hear (laughs) when people are like, just like the dumbest shit. Why don't you go put your energy into something else? I know that's the thing is like, you don't have to comment something 
hateful. You really don't like, there's no pressure. And what I've noticed a lot is it's usually these like haters or whatever you will call them. They usually come from like people do it in your video. So if you post something that I guess people deem is controversial or they don't agree with you, even though it could be an opinion, they'll do at your video. And then all of those person's followers will come and start hating on your page, sending you all these DMs. And it kind of makes you question, like, am I doing something wrong? But it's really just important to remember. And like, I still agree with my opinion on the artificial sweetener, no matter what anyone says. But um, yeah, just staying strong in what you believe and not like changing because people make you feel like you need to change. I think it's interesting too, like a lot of the hate doesn't necessarily come from like your own community. A lot of it comes from people ending up on your page and being just out to get you before they even know who you are. Like they don't even give you a chance. They just want to jump on the hate train or something. I've always heard bigger influencers say stuff like that. And I was like, oh, well, like I'm not going to put out anything controversial. Like it'll never affect me. But like Literally, you could have a hundred followers and someone out of those hundred people is not going to agree with you. And that's okay. Like we're not all supposed to get along. You don't have to vibe with everyone. If someone who maybe you follow for a long time, or maybe you just land on someone's page, like you don't have to follow them or agree with them. So do you think that social media is more of like a hobby for you or more of like a job? Is it something that you want to continue long-term? Like what's, I guess, your, your ultimate goal, I guess maybe the dream even. Yeah. I do a lot of manifestation journaling about this. So I definitely have a lot of answers, but yes, I mean, I am currently in college. I'm pursuing a business degree while also taking a focus in real estate. And I do see myself doing like real estate, but it's not necessarily like a full-time job. It's very work at your own pace kind of, but social media, honestly, it started off as a hobby, but it did turn into, you know, a job and you have responsibilities, you know, with um, sponsorships and anything like that. So for me, I really enjoy it. And I do see myself doing it very long term. I hope to really expand my audience, obviously, and just have more time to put into it. And I think we all want more time. I think that's just a universal thing. But just with, you know, have more time to edit my YouTube videos and put out more content for everybody, because I have so much to say. And that's the thing I I feel like I have so much energy to give to everybody. I just don't necessarily have the time right now, but like in my five-year plan, I definitely want to be doing social media as like my full-time job, health and fitness. What's your five-year plan? If you want to share any little bits and pieces of it, what can the audience maybe, I don't want to say expect because, you know, we can always have our plans and then they never go as planned, but what can the audience, I guess, anticipate from you in maybe the next five years? Yeah. So some things that I'm really wanting to do is put out some sort of journal in the future. I've been like working on some concepts and stuff. And then also um, I want to get my CPT. I'm working on like getting that started right now, just so I can put out some personal training programs. And then also just traveling because I, I really enjoy traveling and I would love to vlog it for everyone like to show how I live a healthy lifestyle while traveling. I think that's going to be super exciting once the world kind of opens up a little bit more. Also kind of just living like in different places, I think is something I really want to do. I 
love Australia and I haven't been there, but I do plan on going there soon, you know, from what I've kind of seen and my uncle lived in Australia. So I'm very, very interested in maybe living there for like six months to a year, uh, moving around the U.S. a little bit, kind of just seeing like where I fit. Honestly, I just kind of feel like I'm a student of life and just experience, I would say, is like my biggest goal is just to experience as much as I can. I love that you said that you're just a student of life that, oh my God, that literally just like speaks to my soul because I feel the exact same way as you. Student of life. I love that. Um, Okay. So we have a couple questions from the listeners. Isabel asks, what is one thing that you would tell your younger self? A lot of stuff, but for one thing, I would just say not to listen to other people's opinions about what you're doing. That's my biggest thing is I feel like that's very, very broad and that taps into like fitness and health and all that sort of stuff. Not worrying about like people saying, oh, like you're not doing this right. Like you need to eat this way. You need to follow the intermittent fast and you need to eat keto. Like, cause just so much of my time in the past has been wasted on like trying all these crash diets, fad diets, so ridiculous. And just focusing on what I wanted and not what everyone else wanted for me or was trying to tell me to do. Rebecca asks, what is your favorite social media platform and why? So I thought a lot about this and I think I would have to say Instagram because for me personally, it's not as toxic as TikTok can be. And I feel like on TikTok, I can get stuck scrolling for a really long time And I just feel like my time's getting stolen when I'm on there, like scrolling through the For You page. But there definitely is positive content on there. But on Instagram, I just know I follow a lot of influencers that make me feel like my best self um, and inspire me to just live a happy, healthy life. YouTube as well, but... I do feel like on there too, there can be like a lot of news outlets and stuff. And I do want to be informed, but I just don't want to become obsessed with like the news and what's like bad stuff, you know, oh, that I could totally possibly agree. be going on. It just can right. affect your mental health very negatively. Oh, for sure. It's interesting that you said Instagram because I honestly feel the exact same way. I actually deleted TikTok for a while because I was like, this platform is incredibly toxic. And I, that's, it's interesting that she asked that question because I was actually wondering the same thing. So Instagram too. Kenzie wants to know your favorite activewear brand. So this is kind of a hard one. I would say Gymshark for the prices, but Lululemon is always going to win in my book. I just I'm so obsessed with their um, biker shorts. The Wonder Under Train biker shorts are just the six inch ones. If anyone wants to go check them out, are my favorites. I just think they're comfortable. They last for a super long time. But Gymshark, definitely, they have a great community of like influencers, I feel like. So that would be like my second runner up. Alex wants to know what is your favorite meal to make when you don't feel like spending a long time in the kitchen? I, yes, I have the perfect meal. So I use chickpea pasta, really any brand will work. I really like Bonza. Um, And then I just have some broccoli. I'll usually just like either if I'm feeling like it, I'll boil it, but usually I'll just put it um, with water, like in the microwave for a little while. So it'll like boil really quick. And then um, tomatoes and spinach sauteed with some marinara sauce, super easy, super quick. 
I actually made that exact meal for lunch like an hour before this podcast recording. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. That's it's literally so exactly what I made for lunch. Um, Gretchen wants to know arm day or leg day. I'm going to have to say arm day. I just love arms. Um, and I think for me also, it's super challenging because, you know, females obviously just hormonally don't have the same body composition that a male would have. So I feel like it really challenges me. And it also just makes me feel super good because I kind of always go by the phrase like health is hot, strong is hot, um, strong girl summer. Like, yeah. So I would say that upper body is always going to win for me. I like leg day, but I'm just, I get, I can get burnt out super easily because there's only so many exercises you can do. Thank you so much, Kayla, for coming on today. Thank you. You want to tell the listeners where they can find you? Um, any like last minute thoughts, ideas, questions, comments for the listeners? Welcome yeah. Away. So you can find me on social media at Kayla Yetzwig. Um, my YouTube is Kayla Yetzwig as well. And that's I-U-T-Z-W-I-G. And I'm sure we will include it in the show notes. So yes, for sure. You guys can find me there. It's a hard last name, but you guys can find me there on um, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. And then I just want to um, encourage everyone to really focus on themselves. I think summer is the perfect opportunity to really kind of start your health and wellness journey, fitness journey. Anytime is perfect, but summer, I know a lot of you guys are probably off of school, off of college. So just take time for you this summer and focus on yourself. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you so much, Kayla, for coming on the show. And as you mentioned, I will put everything in the show notes. You guys definitely need to check out Kayla's TikToks, YouTubes, Instagram, all that stuff. Thank you for listening to this episode of 8020. If you enjoyed it, please let me know by dropping a rate and a review. This helps more people just like you find and listen to the show. Don't forget to follow me, Lily, on Instagram. My username is at LilyRako, that's L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W, and follow the podcast Instagram page as well, which is 8020pod, that's 8020pod on Instagram. New episodes of 8020 go live every Monday and Thursday, or subscribe to stay up to date with the latest. Thank you.